Hello, my loves, and welcome back to Black Girl Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for the final episode of The Flash on CW. The 18th episode of the seventh season, Heart of the Matter Part 2, written by Eric Wallace and Kelly Wheeler, directed by Marcus Stokes. I gave this episode an 8.8 out of 10. I did not enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first part. Maybe it's because there were too many things happening where I was allowed for my brain to take over the spectacle of the moment. But there were still some really great scenes, even some surprises I wasn't expecting that made this a great two-parter. I mean, 8.8 is not a bad score, but I found a lot more to critique in this episode than its predecessor. So let's go ahead and jump into the recap. Nora, let's start off with her being all frantic. Bart is still in a coma. Yes, Central City is being destroyed by Godspeeds all over the place. And yes, Dad is being suicidal once again, saving everyone. She needed to take a chill pill. Like, she went into full panic attack. And I needed someone to be like, you don't need to feel this way because this is Tuesday. It's happening every Tuesday at 8 p.m. (laughs) 9 p.m. Central. So you're the daughter of the flash i need you to keep it together just a little bit more but i guess you need to have some character running around freaking the hell out that fight on top of the car that was still happening worse joe and kramer are still in the car and just watching bug eye like they are sitting floor side at a wwe match look at this Look! 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 Everyone is running. The city is in disarray. Barry ain't got no time for mystery boxes when he is talking to Hart inside of his mind and wants to know what he really wants and why he was in the Flash Museum. I thought that was obvious. I thought it was to get on the treadmill. Do they think he took something from the Flash Museum? Do they explain what he took from the Flash Museum? Because I don't recall that whole conversation. Hart tells him they are meeting for the first time, but they are bound to learn new things about each other. Now, the way Hart is talking to him, it feels as if he is far more um, than what he is presented in this episode. Like, I get you being a narcissist and an egomaniac, but the way the line is presented, it feels as if, oh, this is the first time uh that we're meeting in this time but we have had savitar battles before throughout time right that was my understanding from that line maybe i'm reading too much into it um but what i'm not reading into is his claim to be god of speed and he really needs to talk to savitar by hijacking his title because barry already beat you his evil self already crowned himself that and had a much more impressive origin story and how he did that so you call in bart the inferior spawn um you're kind of the inferior godspeed august hart was a physicist and looked at speedsters one day and said man you know i really want to do that 
so he made velocity except imitation never compares to the real thing and he wasn't fast enough and he got really jealous because the real thing bart was fast enough but he considered him a spoiled brat <laughs> so he decided to concoct a plan to get him some of the real thing i like the fact that barry it's like don't you bring my son into this but then he brought his son back into it <laughs> like you in my mind fool shut up um so he wants to level up that's all he's been after this entire time like i want to force your hand and get me some organic speed force and that's why i built this church that he is standing in to represent his godhood i mean talk about narcissists with insecurity issues by the way the person that voiced uh him in the suit that's bb wong if you don't know who that is go back to law and order scbu he's all up in it and uh the actor that plays godspeed his name is karan obero i believe i said that right he is of indian descent and bb wong is of i believe chinese but do not quote me i'm sorry <laughs> um but yeah i like this season really did a marvelous job of bringing in a lot of color and flavor and a lot of talking in legit accents so i uh, i love that that's been on point but yeah he's definitely got a complex uh at least avatar was terrifying you over here just being a hater i'm still wondering just how do you go one day from you know i really like physicy stuff but i think i want to be an evil speedster I want to just take over some shit and kill people. Like, where's the jump? I need to know. Because it doesn't <laughs> compute. Uh, he also didn't foresee the memory loss, though, as he fractaled himself through time. I did like when he punked Barry, like, you ain't gonna sell me out to the evil speedsters, because that's not what heroes do basically he is forcing barry's hand to somehow figure out a way to get him some organic speed to reabsorb his clone selves and save his city or watch his seeds spread chaos across the globe barry said i'm gonna kill you not today not tomorrow but i'm gonna kill you but also, no, I'm not going to do that. So Hart says, you'll be back with a change of mind because that's how these things go. Barry is back in the here and now and Amnesia Hart wants to know what he had to say. There can be only one! Nora comes in all about giving Hart organic speed, but Barry said, What did I say? These kids are definitely not ready to leave the city by themselves because Iris had to point out the obvious that basically giving him what he wants is only going to reinforce the monster. They have some control now. Let's not give him all of it. 
She's just feeling helpless and hormonal because she's stuck in the future and the ass kicking they got coming their way uh, in the future when they get back home is causing her to panic. Especially if Bart don't wake his ass up. Jay tells her, Get it together, Marcelo! Control! Cecile finds Hart in the lounge. I really like the actor um, that plays August Hart. He actually plays well between the egomaniac and then this other person who doesn't have those motivations. And despite him being a murderer, she thinks that he can choose to be good as if that is all or at all how it works. Cecile ain't mentioned Joe in 15 years and I couldn't help but think of a hilarious scenario in which Godspeed is in the middle of the fight and I kind of almost got this canon and Joe puts up his pistol with his lady next to him and she's like stop it hard no and Joe picks up the gun and, and points it at him and he takes off his mask and goes Maybe the only person that's seeing Cecile um, rove her eye around everyone who's walking in and out of Star Labs, especially if they're closer to her age and her husband. But <laughs> I'm watching you, girl. And don't get me wrong, it's refreshing to see the character interacting with a villain besides the main protagonist. But her absolute faith is beyond misplaced because he made all of the points. I want to be who I am, but who I am is bad, which right now I feel some way about. But once I have my memories back, then what? I'm going to recall your tenderness. I'm not going to recall anyway your tenderness and change my mind. Instead, I'm going to put a thought on you when I take care of Barry. Kidnap your ass until you give in. Allegra is still mourning. Chester comes to talk to her, not about the S.E.E., but to be there for his friend. He tells her, Esperanza went to start a war and died because of it. You didn't leave, save Barry, and help lift up the city instead of be vengeful. She let everyone down that was rooting for her, so stop moping about the bitch and get back to work as if that wasn't why I came into this room. Not to say he didn't care, but I kind of wish she told people because they should have the opportunity to be there for her like the family that wasn't and blamed her for her own stupid ass mistakes. That hug was more wholesome though than them looking at each other. I in the possibilities. Am I wrong? Barry, coming up with plans, summons the big guns, Speed Force Nora, or Big Nora, as Little Nora calls her when she gushes. She is going to give everyone a booster shot of Speed Force, even Iris, who has a spark in her. How that feel? Very happy. <laughs> she snapped her fingers. Do the step. The way Jay said, yup, he was so happy to get that speed. <laughs> Nora calls every male her boy. What is up with that? Speed Force Nora. Like, oh, my impulsive boy. But you're supposed to be the child of Barry now, so you can't go around calling people your baby boys. But is able to wake his ass up. He slides his ass right into the family's arms. 
he calls Speed Force Nora, Speed Force Nana. I'm gonna need you to reverse that. When did she become your Nana? I mean, I guess if she's, I, I, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. And then when he said, "Oh, somebody redid my nails," it must have been Caitlyn. <sighs> I'm bored. I am just speculating, and I could be wrong, but it feels as if. Our baby boy has some sugar in his tank. Yeah, I'm talking about Bart. Think he's got just a little bit in the gas tank. Or it could just be the overly sweet moments in this episode. Not in a bad way, not at all. You know me, like emotions. Joe and Kramer are helping evacuate people on the bridge until a speed, uh, Godspeed snatches him and Kramer saves him cause she's a speedster? What? What the fuck? Right after that thought though, and when she passed out, um, I immediately realized, oh, she's a mimic, like Lila. She survived because her brother, quote-unquote, could survive. Um, so yeah, I, I get it. I feel it. It's useful. Uh, I want to see her come back. I was really upset when she left at the end. I said, no! Her and Joe would make the perfect team! <laughs> Did we need them to announce kill the adversary when they got to the standoff over and over? They said kill the adversary. Kill the adversary and his allies. Then once again. And a third time. Everyone showing off their specialties was nice though. Bart with the lightning stars. Nora with her lasso. Speed Force Nora with the Thanos snap. Punk ass bitch motherfucker. Jay using his hat like it's the shield. Like he's Captain America. Then the power couple back to back. This was some good Avengers shit. Why is there so many clones? I do not know. There were six of them. Why are there so many others? That was never explained. They do knock them all out, but Nora is their battery. And since the battery's right there, they just recharge more easily. So she has to go, as it's also draining the others of that booster shot they got. Allegra shows up just in time to charge the SEE and knock them all out, but more are on the way. Apparently, Frost and Mechavibe took care of the additional clones. Um, it will, like, I was not very clear on the time frame. I know that the Kramer, that was way off. Like, that could not have been consistent at all. Um, but I wasn't sure with the time frame of where Frost and Mecha Vibe were, but I'm not too concerned about that. Apparently, it will take weeks to repair the SEE, and Nora and Bart are way too eager to give Hart the organic speed that he is requesting, because they don't even try. I need them to try just a little bit harder. And what does being a parent and protecting them got to do with why 
that is simply not the answer to give him what he wants <laughs> because why would we make him stronger and why would his agenda change when we give him what he wants they help chester rebuild the see uh, but mom and dad aren't changing their minds except they did excuse me bitch i'm not sure why the kids that got into this mess thought they would be smarter than the adults working on a solution that isn't making the situation worse you saw how he hated bart facts don't care about your feelings he really wanted to be good heart when they gave him back because they're like yeah we're gonna give him the speed we're gonna tell him i was so happy that they they restored my faith by saying that wes allen had a plan because man <laughs> i was so upset when they started giving him this i'm like this is this is dumb why would you and then when he said don't worry we got a plan i was like yes thank god thank christ okay um cecile saying you know it's gonna work out or him and barry saying optimistically it's gonna work out and then they had that moment where he looked at Cecile like, girl, you knew that this was going to happen before calling his kids home to die. Daddy, chill. Is it wrong that I find him attractive, though? Why don't you love me, daddy? Now that heart has what he wants, it's time that Flash die by his hand. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. What's up with Nora of Ye Little Faith telling dad, you don't know what he's capable of. Nigga, you don't know what I'm capable of. And your mom with the forces, bitch. I'm the man up in this piece. You'll never see the light of day. Who the fuck you think you fucking with? I'm the police. I run shit here. You just live here. Yeah, that's right. You better walk away. Go and walk away because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Speaking of Iris, she is in the Speed Force with the Speed Force. And using her as an anchor, I like that they did not reveal what the plan was until you saw it. That was great. Because Hart absorbed his clones temporarily, he is faster than Barry, but he acting like that ain't his sauce he gave you the taste of, and that I myself am the sauce baker, so why you being so cocky? Bart wants to save his dad, but Jay talks him down. These kids have very, like... This is why y'all benched half the time. Is Barry not taking y'all missions in the future? <laughs> Have you not seen what your dad does? Barry is saved by Thawne? I was not prepared to see my sexy daddy on the screen. Bringing Tom Cavanaugh back. Looking just... Mm. He back is thawing. I loved it. <laughs> I was so happy. First I was like, what the fuck you doing here? It doesn't matter. When he held Barry up, I was like, he's on our side. <laughs> That's all that matters in this moment. Uh, they brought him back because Hilmerkovich, in exchange for help, they let him out of his negative speed for his cage. And now he gets to be on the loose. Uh, this shit got real Star Wars. And I didn't hate it. It felt very Obi Anakin against like some dark Sith or some shit. 
but I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Or against Darth Vader, I should say. Um, I was going to be real sad if they killed August, but nope, he didn't kill him. Which means that he has the potential to be a love interest for <laughs> I know I can't let it go I can't let it go but they really did put this married couple with two other people and was like see how you guys feel about an open relationship too much potential for a team up as well uh, between Thawne and Godspeed they're both narcissists and I'm sure that Thawne would love to use August because he ain't that smart um not out of the speed force for five seconds already trying to try it but barry said not today satan not today my favorite slow-mos always get me it's like yeah you don't need to do much just 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 move to the side just a little bit just move to the side speed it's all glowing through your ass like boy i don't even have to try hard to whoop your ass then you know i have force children i created the speed force this time around in this timeline thawne okay he vows to get faster and runs off. And since that's something that August can help him with, I'm sure they're going to be having some jail time visits. But it did feel just a little uh, Patrick Swayze-ish. Nobody puts baby in a corner. Back at Star Labs, Iris explains she anchored Speed Force to reach out to the negative Speed Force to contact Thawne because no one is allowed to kill Barry except him, according to his rules. So he knew the turn was coming. But he also knew he wasn't going to let August kill him. August doesn't recall Barry because the memory is removed, but he's still a speedster. Y'all created in Iron Heights. Where else is Seal going to be giving conjugal visits? Barry stops Iris to tell her she ne Well, first he says, I'm going to take everybody out to dinner on me because you're going to be using that blood money. Barry stops Iris to tell her she never got the wedding she deserves. And that when she was gone with her sickness, because that's still a thing that we don't know why. People still think that means she might be pregnant. And in season eight, they're going to announce she's pregnant. I think the math says otherwise, but who knows where this is going. And he tells her marrying her was the best thing that he ever could have done. And uh, he's the luckiest guy in the world. And then he gets on his knee and says, will you renew your vows and marry me again? And she says, yes. One week later at the West household, Kramer comes by to say goodbye and apologizes. Now the meta test has revealed she is one. And as suspected, she's a mimic like Lila in Umbrella Academy. And she's like, yeah, I'm leaving Central indefinitely or I'm giving it up indefinitely. And I'm like, no come back <laughs> even though your storyline was boring for the most of it i still like your character you just need a better story for you frost and kate show up to remind us she still has unresolved boyfriend issues for season eight but hopefully not jay and joan talk about renewing their vows and cecile looking at joe like because if you liked it then you should have put a ring on it if you liked it then you should have put a ring on it don't be mad once you see that he wants it because if you liked it then you should have put a ring on it i did not really put together that they were not married <laughs> got a bastard child and everything they turned their attention to the stairway and iris coming down in that dress Pull over, that ass too fat. Pull over, that ass too fat. 
after a quick internet search, is presiding over the new nuptials. So Bar can sing, but y'all know me and singing. Oh hell no! Barry said, that's so crash. The way that Iris had said that sway, like I know what sway is, and I love that he has that moment of, that was crash. No, that's not, no. That's not, you do that, I do this. Iris says beautiful things that make her tear up with Cisco being the humor and touching her like that was beautiful. Bartholomew, good luck following that. And of course, Barry gushes it up and they end the season kissing in flash time. She's like, flash time, huh? Can you blame me? No, I don't. I envy the sexual variety. And that is how we end the season on a very, um, well, not wrapped up note i don't feel like the it's completely wrapped up like the children are still there clearly they're not worried about them being there so that tells me they're probably going to be moving back and forth in the timeline maybe some things have changed now uh now that they stopped him in this timeline uh so i i think that the children are going to be back i doubt uh if not nora at least bart He's going to be back a lot more involved in season two. And it was good to see both of them, though. And I would love to get both actors back. But I also would be fine if it's because that's a lot of money on the budget, too, for all these speedsters to be running around. But yeah, um, and he's got to build up that that connection to Uncle Jay. And they definitely could do a lot more with Jay and Joan and just so much they can do with the season now that a lot of people can be in the same room <laughs> not at placeholder points so yeah and i'm love that the season ended with the west island kiss because we've had no kiss all season because we haven't had been able to do so because of covid um so giving that to the fans i think was all the more special and he says i wanted to last forever thought that was great I have gushed enough about the episode, the things I love, the things I did not love. Like I said, the season wasn't bad for me. I think that it was a little, what's the word I want to say? A little clunky towards the middle, only because you just didn't have enough time to go into real detail. Like there were things that really worked and then there are things that unfortunately for many reasons not just oh we didn't need it it may just not have been the most compelling story arc or the most compelling thing with the characters so um i think there was a little bit of a slow lurch but not too much for the most part i think that the the weakest part of the season was the the leftover from last season i think if we start from that point forward of season seven it wasn't as bad as some people like to say it was at least for me and i did like their creativity like i said i i always applaud uh, it doesn't leave a sour taste in my mouth it's just talking about the flash it's like sometimes you can have a good season it starts off great but it leaves a sour taste but sometimes a good season just needs to leave you off on a more optimistic note and it's done its job and if you can look back and see the things creatively they've done that, you know, you've been asking or requesting, they've done things with scenery and different set locations, and they're trying new things. When you try, you're not always going to be successful. You might fail, but the trying is something new. 
and everything that did occur in this season for the most part was something new for each of the characters and that is progress. I will not be doing a season finale podcast or you know wrap up the season podcast no but I will do the flashies which is basically you guys voting on uh, a poll if you're interested and I'm gonna just put out a poll out there and say yes or no um, if you're not interested then you won't have them but check my social media for when I'll be posting that if we are gonna be moving forward so now for my thoughts let's jump on into this feedback Mimi's got some thoughts from last week so let's listen to her first What up, Christina? It's Mimi. This is my feedback for The Flash. Sorry, it's late. I watched it yesterday, but I wanted to rewatch 17 and 18 again before I sent in feedback. I wanted to get a second opinion of the part one of the finale. Um, And I just like the second one so much, I wanted to watch it again before I deleted it from my DVR box. So I'm going to go through my notes. The first thing I want to talk about is episode 17, just briefly. Um, and just let you know, because I remember I just was too tired and I couldn't formulate my thoughts. But the reason I said I only liked about, I think I said about 70% of it, because the Kramer and the Allegra stuff was just annoying. Like, I feel like it was only like snippets and tiny bits in there. And I think it's good to have other like side things going on instead of always focusing on like the major things. And it gives Joe something else to do. But I get what you're saying about Allegra, you know, going to work and not wanting to talk about her cousin. Like, I get that. But like, to me, this is like, I, I can relate because I know how I felt when Darren, both of Darren's parents died. Work wasn't an escape for me. I, I went to work because I had to, but I, you know, it's not something I wanted to talk about and I get that. But I also didn't become an asshole to everybody. Like I understand everybody grieves differently, but the thing that annoyed me about Allegra was that she had someone literally trying to figure out what was wrong here talking to her and she was being a bitch about it like if you don't want to talk about it at work bitch go home that's what i did and i just felt like she was being an asshole to like chester who was clearly trying to you know understand what's going on and she was just acting like an asshole and that's why those scenes annoyed the shit out of me it's just like i couldn't formulate it right and i was like i don't want to send feedback because i really think i'm gonna sound like a damn moron it took me about three days to get my mind right after working them six 12-hour shifts in a row i i did what i did because i needed to get out of washington and i'm not upset about it but it did cause me to be sleepy as hell and then i had to you know pack and move in the middle of all of it so my mind just wasn't right like i just needed sleep i watched the episode but seeing it the second time definitely made a difference it didn't make me think any differently of Allegra um and then the Kramer scenes I guess they were kind of boring but other than that you know I I I wish Joe was there more I feel like I would have loved to see his reaction to the 
siblings. <laughs> and I do, I would like them to at least acknowledge Jenna every now and then because they didn't even bring her up at all <laughs> these last episodes. They were talking about family, Grandma Cecile. They even got, uh, everybody else got nicknames, Uncle Jay and whatnot. And I think that's the other thing that irritated me. I don't know why, like, when, um, when Bart was like devastated about losing someone and then you know I was like it couldn't have been a family member because then um Nora would feel the same way like it couldn't be you know Iris or you know uncle or grandpa Joe or something like that because then Nora would be sad about it too so I was like maybe it's probably like a best friend or a girlfriend or shit hell a boyfriend I don't judge I don't know making assumptions very kids are straight is not okay he could easily have a gay son but I don't know and I was like it must be you know somebody like he was in love with or something like that and then it turned out to be Jay Garrick and I was like he is not your uncle and then I was like listening to your podcast and I was like okay you're being an asshole if he want to have an uncle Jay he can have an uncle Jay so then I I was like okay so I shouldn't be sitting here talking shit about them loving uncle jay (laughs) they clearly got a lot of things going on that you know the future is different barry didn't have any siblings and we know damn well he never felt like iris was a sister and wally technically isn't his brother that's iris's brother so i guess having speed relatives is probably all he got so i guess jay being his uncle i'll allow it (laughs) So after thinking of it like that way, then I wasn't so like salty about the whole like because because Jordan Fisher acted the hell out of that scene when he was in the house crying about, you know, losing his Uncle Jay. But then it was like, why are you so mad? He's not even your uncle. So I was being an asshole. So that and that was probably me just being half asleep trying to watch the show. So, yeah, that's all I had to say about the other episode. Y'all uh, really talked about it and I want to talk about this finale because Shy and I were talking offline and I'm telling you I freaking love this episode like from the beginning to the end like everything about it it was just so like there were so many surprises and things I wasn't anticipating I know you um Christina you know you kind of see things coming I'm not that like there are times when I feel like this plot is so predictable and usually those are the shows I don't like because I feel like if I see it coming it's pretty obvious but there was so many like Thon I was not expecting his ass to be here at all like not even just like you know thinking of um the actor just literally Thon like that was a real good shock uh, like a good one and then I got to see my boo thing sing I have been wanting like I want Barry and um Bart to sing together but I remember talking to myself like you know I would settle if I could just see Jordan sing and then he did and I I was I was Iris (laughs) I was Iris like for real so let's 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 just start from the beginning I'm gonna try to keep it under 15 minutes because last time I went 17 so I'm trying to keep it under 15 minutes but I'm gonna go through my notes here um the first thing I want to talk about is Allegra because I am fucking sick of her calling Chester Chuck like I don't like it if they could just limit it to like every four episodes like please you don't even have to call his name just start talking to him like I feel like they're finding every way possible to put Chuck in a damn sentence and it's 
really getting on my goddamn nerve like it's so stupid like if she accidentally called him chuck the first time and that wasn't his name why you think that's a nickname now bitch like it's not cute i'm gonna need you to stop um the other thing that i remember like when uh wait let me <laughs> let me first talk about the sfn like that name was dumb as hell and it literally made me roll my eyes speed force nana like no bart i'm gonna need you not like are we are we forgetting that she literally <laughs> was ready to kill everybody i guess she grandma now and i i just i don't think i think i needed a, a season to be okay with this like we just like for us you know this just happened i know she's a speed force i know that that's you know barry's kids the steel force blah 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 blah. we went through this you know how i feel about it but it's like speed force nana so y'all i guess y'all didn't tell her the whole him the whole story that nickname made me gag <laughs> but when she was like even if you only have a spark of speed force i was like wait a second are we about to give iris some speed i was not ready and she had her little ponytail oh my god everything i love that scene and then did y'all see that bart can throw lightning stars what like i i remember we saw nora with her lasso lasso the star lasso or the lightning lasso but the stars oh my god i loved every second of it i freaking thought that whole fight scene was really dope but for the life of me i was like why like i didn't realize that there was so many more of the i thought we only had six of the ones that were trying to kill barry and then six of the ones that were attacking the other ones and then all of a sudden it seemed like there was like a, like hundreds of them like where did all these damn god speeds come from if um we started out with just 12 and heart went back in time and lost his memory where were the other ones coming from and i don't know if i'm supposed to even be thinking that hard but i was just confused on how they like i get they were recharging so i get how they kept coming back but why were they multiplying is the question like i don't understand like so can they multiply themselves because i thought heart had that ability to make duplicates of himself but can the duplicates make duplicates because that just seems kind of stupid like a never ending cycle like and if that's the case how were you able to reabsorb them with and they were fighting you like just i i don't know i i don't know if i'm even supposed to be thinking that hard but that was all confusing to me the whole thing i'm also like i i just feel like our <laughs> our need for caitlin is just dwindling constantly every every passing episode like we we use frost a lot and now she's her own person caitlin seems useless every time somebody hurt every time somebody okay she saved uh ultraviolet but that bitch went and got herself killed <laughs> so she was a waste of energy but bart was in a comatose state and she couldn't do anything but wait and nora comes in and was like my impulsive boy and snap her fingers and that motherfucker just come out of coma like speed in like did y'all miss me <laughs> talking about somebody oh kayla must have done his nails i was like okay so i guess that's all she good for <laughs> she can't even do medical stuff like i hate feeling like i'm dragging her all the time but like they really really playing her like why didn't they 
kill her off and let us just have um frost like they could have done anything but like the fact that we got both of them and caitlin literally is useless now and it's embarrassing like we got um uh gideon for like i mean we know for i mean i don't know if you guys i know you started watching the legends but gideon can be used for medical stuff especially speed medical stuff because you know the speedster information is something gideon would have since bart not bart barry is the one that created her in the future so i just really don't understand what caitlin is for she just literally seems like a waste of space like bart just came back from the dead like nothing so she fixed him up good and right (laughs) he felt like a brand new man like that was so so funny um what else do I want to talk about? So now I want to kind of talk about the um, the fight scene at the end because I swear um, when Barry came in and he was like, you know, we have a plan. I was like, I know this fool ain't about to get this man powers and hope and pray that he get his memories back and he's not turning. He won't be an evil villain. Like we don't know Hart's backstory. He told us he was a physicist that wanted to have super speed. Clearly, he had delusions of grandeur this whole time but for whatever reason we don't know what literally made him a villain like i feel like wanting speed doesn't make you into a villain because barry clearly wanted to be a speedster he wanted to be fast that's how when he got struck by lightning that's what happened seems like these metas get abilities based off i don't know like the circumstances of their life most of the time and it just seems like we missed something so i was like he don't have his memories so of course he he doesn't want to be a bad guy but when he gets his memories he's gonna he's gonna be a bad guy he's gonna remember everything he did and probably be happy about it i was like so barry please have a backup plan i was not expecting that backup plan to be thought and after barry explained it it made sense but i was like i know this fool ain't get get go go find thawne throughout time i didn't think he was in a negative speed force i thought he was just like constantly traveling through time so time the timeline didn't catch up with him because that's what he did the last time but that was like a really pleasant surprise and then them fools (laughs) started fighting with some lifesavers made out of lightning i was dead like i laughed so hard like these fools really are a mess and that freaking star wars theme just kept going all over the place like it was so funny um but the thing that really had me dying was the fact that barry was so shook that um thon would attempt to kill godspeed like what did you think was gonna happen you don't kill we know that barry ain't nobody else got that rule and you a fool to think that for a second given a moment that thong wouldn't just go ahead and take um godspeed out killing heart was the simplest plan you just didn't want to do it and for whatever you're you're a hero i think i'm starting to understand though (laughs) it seems like barry could easily become savitar given the correct circumstances so maybe that's why he has a rule of not killing because he know what he's capable of i know like seeing uh bart like he he, i feel like bart is what happens like you know when your parents curse you i can't wait till you get a kid just like you because barry especially season one barry he was impulsive as hell and he didn't listen and we see him get lose his temper all the time whenever iris is involved so we know 
he can snap off. Bart act just like his daddy. And I don't know why Barry being so mad about it. You, you looking at yourself, fool. <laughs> he might be a little more like, you know, Barry 2.0 times, you know, squared. But he, Bart, you, that's how you act. You impulsive too. Um, you just, I feel like him having, you know, Joe raising him probably deterred a lot of Barry's behavior but um (laughs) you were also not a speedster when you were growing up so that that in itself was pretty funny I do think it was hilarious though the way um uh how impulsive Bart was in the first uh half of the season finale he was starting to get on my nerve like this boy don't listen but then Jay was like you gotta take your head off I was like this is where all these sayings coming from oh okay I get it I get it now um, also, if someone can tell me, you know, what language dude was speaking, I don't know if anybody else noticed that when he was doing his monologues, Hart kept switching to some language. It didn't sound like a dialect of something I know, but I mean, they, I knew they had subtitles, so I was like, I know I'm not just mishearing things. So if somebody could just let me know, because if it was the native tongue, I think. I don't know what the, the the nationality of the guy who played uh, August was, but I'm assuming it was a language of his dialect. I, I don't know. I Now I'm curious and I want to look it up. So give me a sec. Okay, so apparently the guy who plays um, August Hart, his name is Karen, no, Karen Oberia. you know I'm terrible at pronouncing names but there's a lot of people (laughs) that have the same name there's an actor there's a singer there's a model so it was hard to find his nationality but it's saying some of them say Mumbai and some says India I don't know But, but maybe that was his native language I'm not sure but if someone caught the language he was speaking let me know um the other thing I wanted to talk about was just first of all love seeing Cisco um you know that's my boo thing his hair was on point as usual um love seeing hearing Jordan sing for the first time on the flash I hope we get to see both of him and Jessica uh Parker Kennedy in um season eight I would love it if I got I know you don't like musicals, Christina, but I love musicals and I feel like we would do the world a disservice if we didn't have one more before the freaking show ended. I don't need a crossover. I don't even need it to be long. It could just be a dream sequence where, you know, Jordan Fisher, Barry sing and, um, okay. So I got a phone call in the middle of that. So I don't remember what I was saying, but I know that I am getting towards, the end so I will just end it here um I do want to just quickly ask if you ever watched the 4400 Christina um because that was one of my favorite shows back then back in the day I don't remember when it was aired it was a while ago but apparently the CW in October they're making it's called 44 so I don't 4400 so I don't know if it's the same thing but I truly hope it is because I love that show so much and when it was canceled it didn't make sense because it was popular I will never understand why it was canceled it was so good so 
um, let me know if you watch that. So I'm just going to end it here. I'm sure there's some stuff I forgot, but I'm already really, really in over my head with this time. And I know you're going to drag me. So I'm just going to end it here until next time. Love, peace, hair grease and black girl magic. Queen of the couch. Mimi out. That was Mimi with her thoughts and opinions regarding the episode. <laughs> Did write down some notes. I ain't going to drag you too hard. It's the last episode. And I already know. That fucking shot gonna come with 25 minutes. Um, <laughs> why she be at 10? Um, let's see here. What did I write in my notes? Uh, fair enough with Allegra. She could have just said, look, I don't want to talk about it. She could, she could have. The only person she was being rude to was Chester. And he, he seems like he doesn't mind. So <laughs> that's the only person I saw him be rude to, but um yeah you could just and i'm still disappointed that they didn't allow for iris and barry who would clearly care that one of their teammates lost someone you didn't even give them the opportunity to address that i get it you can't put everything in the episode but there was nothing wrong with two minutes of that nothing i still feel this episode after it was over they should have had barry at least give her a talk or a hug what i wrote in my notes <laughs> uh see kids disappear man jenna ain't been missing in four years she gonna pop up and be 12 and i'm not sure i think um big barry might have a gay son and not a gay daughter now but I, that's just me suppositioning doesn't mean the whole nails thing and the way he be get, going into the room let's just say if he ain't playing it that way then he just has a lot of feminine traits and there's nothing wrong with that either uh yeah they need to stop with the chuck he told her it was okay which is supposed to make me feel like it's okay but it's not it's not his name and like you said if you did it every once in a while as a nickname sure but you don't use his real name ever even when he's in danger and I don't know why they duplicated so much either with the Godspeeds. I feel like they made that shit up on the fly. And yes, I did watch 4400. I love that show. I don't know why that show got canceled either. But I need to see who's behind this new version. Because if it's Carolyn Drives, I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. I need to see some names. I saw that black cast. I really wanted to be interested. And I'll probably check out the first few episodes. But I keep my my hopes very neutered at this point when it comes to CW. <laughs> and their next breakout hit. Because it ain't been many. They've put out a lot. I still only watch the damn Flash and Charm. And then DC Titans ain't even them anymore. They went to HBO. Talk, speak it of, girl, I am so all about that season three. <laughs> already on the damn schedule i'm like look why hbo gotta do this but man that shit look fire so i i'm i'm back in so tell me if you're gonna be checking that out all right and he was speaking indian uh, mumbai i believe is in india i'm about to google it right now i feel like that's a that's <laughs> yeah it's the official capital of india in the, the capital city of india uh so yes <laughs> he is of indian descent and uh the language uh is marathi 
So that is what he was speaking. I have not personally heard it a lot, but um, that is their native language. So I'm going to guess that's what he was speaking. And last and certainly not least, we have Shy with her thoughts on this final episode. Let's hear what she has to say. Hey, Christina, it's me, Shy. I am here to talk about the season seven finale of The Flash. I think I'm still emotionally recovering from this episode. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I'll, I think I might be worse about the gushing in this one than I was in last week's episode, but I'll try to contain myself and provide <laughs> my thoughts on this one. Um, it goes without saying that I thoroughly enjoyed this episode, not just the West Allen stuff, but the whole, most of it. I mean, a good, I mean, I'm trying to think what part I didn't enjoy. And it was all, even the, the, um, conclusion to Joe and Kristen, even though I wasn't a complete fan of this storyline, um, cause I felt like it dragged on and on. Um, but there was some really good payoff at the end. So we got to see that. So that was a surprise and a twist that um i actually was on board with i was like wow this is this is a nice uh <laughs> finally something <laughs> really awesome came out of that uh, out of that story um allegra and her her storyline so that just gave her something to do i mean i wasn't the biggest fan of it but it you know, she had her little talk with Chester about how it's not her fault and blah, 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 this and that and the other. And so I enjoyed that their talk and I enjoyed their friendship. I'm not, I'm, I mean, I'm not feeling it in regards to the shipping aspect of it, but, you know, to each their own. I mean, I'm not going to hate on anybody who does. I'm just not personally feeling it. I'd rather they stay friends. Um, but yeah. But uh, can we talk about for a second? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if it was you or Mimi that brought it up in a previous podcast, but can we talk about Cecile and these weird vibes <laughs> she's given off with these other men? First, it was Diggle, and I agree. I didn't. I forgot to mention that in my feedback during the Diggle episode as well, but. Yeah, she was giving off some, like, <laughs> flirty vibes um, between the two of them. And then her in August, I'm like, Cecile, aren't you with Joe? But who's to say? Because when was the last time we saw them together, Joe and um, Cecile? Because, again, it was first it was Diggle, and then now she's invested in heart. She's, like, crying and carrying on because he turned evil. <laughs> I'm like okay this is weird <laughs> her reaction is weird i don't know it's just like uh, you just met this dude and you're already invested in his life and you know him being good and i don't know i it just it just i don't know if it, it just came across a certain way and then joe and kramer it's like they spent all this time together and then at the end he's like call me joe 
I don't know. I again, I mean, I know they're not gonna break Cecile and Joe up. But it's just the way they wrote them this season has been just I don't know what to say. It's just been weird. Um, and of course, Cecile finally hinting at you know wanting Joe to put a ring on it after how many years they've been together. So. So they started dating in season three was it season three yeah i think it was season three so no it was season two uh yes no season three anyway earlier season same same amount of time that barry and iris have been together so or started dating so around that time and um yeah that was uh yeah, so, and they got a kid. Of course, we don't ever see that kid, um, but, you know, we already know why, but it's still funny that <laughs> poor Jenna, she's just around. I mean, and there's also the other daughter, Cecile's other daughter, that she doesn't talk about either, so it is what it is. That was the previous showrunners thing. I guess they don't want to, they're trying to slowly, what's the word I'm looking for? phase them out because it's not a storyline or plot point they're trying to continue but okay yeah because i think Joni was in season four the bachelor episode that was the last time we seen her um cecile's older daughter anyways um as for the the amazing stuff i mean i mean just a warning i forgot to you know give my full disclaimer in the beginning that i might run just a little bit over but it is the finale we won't see the flash again for four months so i think i i you know just let let me have this let me have it um so west allen family west allen themselves everything is top notch I, i i mean i'm sorry i just it was i it was just amazing. I, I I really really loved this episode. I loved. I mean, this is what the Flash should be about. It's about the Flash and his family kicking butt. Barry, you know, coming up with um, plans, making decisions, and all that stuff, and everyone just doing their little parts behind the scenes, so to speak. Like Chester, and you know, had his dad's machine that ended up coming into play with the Legra. I mean, and that's it. It's like these little, they don't need, you know, Barry doesn't need too many people in his ear. Uh, I mean, he's at that point, it's seven years, going on eight years now, because we're going to be going into season eight. And we need to start seeing Barry, which we did. This is the Barry that I want to see in season eight. Um, Yeah, get a little help from time to time, but for the most part, he's the lead he's the one he's dictating things um and how he handled thon grant he's just looking hella fine this season i said it earlier on and i'm just gonna end the end the <laughs> season by reiterating it um yes the the bulking up has done him some good um i loved the fight scenes uh him you know turning the tables on thon and (laughs) 
giving him a uh, taste of his own medicine, so to speak. So that's going to be a thing in whatever season um, Thawne's going to come back. Because, oh yeah, Thawne has a long, long, long memory. A, a memory like a elephant. So he ain't going to forget. No way, Jose. And then we got Godspeed. I actually, I wish we got more of him. I actually like this actor. I love the way he portrayed Godspeed. Because, come on now. You're going to name yourself Godspeed, the God of Speed. I mean, you, you're going to be and have an overinflated ego. Come on. That's, that's just me. I mean, if I'm calling myself the God of something, I'm, you know, obviously thinking I'm all that and then some and so yes he portrayed that kind of a character very well you know this bravado about him like yeah yeah you know you know this punk of a kid coming along with his stanky stanky ass um organic speed showing me up and i don't appreciate that (laughs) so i had to put him in his place so it's you know it's that kind of thing it's like who are you who are you i mean i'm whatever 30 some years old and here this punk kid showing up on the scene you know all that and yeah and the green with jealousy obviously jealousy is never rational you know nobody's thinking rationally when they're jealous like oh he's a he's 19 years old he's a kid he doesn't know any better no you're thinking he's thinking because he's a narcissist um or has the you know i hate to don't use diagnoses and stuff like that but i'm gonna just do it this time um and so of course he it's all about self and you know all that and um he's not thinking along those lines like oh yeah he's a kid and he don't know any better he's envious and it doesn't take much for him when his memories jog for him to go yeah i like it this is who i am i like being bad so <laughs> that was um i like that i loved the scene between him and barry in the mindscape that was really good and and we got to see barry like the the start of like i'm in charge like, i think being a dad and you know his kids showing up just bumped up um august august was talking about how he leveled up i think that hope was leveling up the fact that you know he has to step up and be that presence for his kids his adult kids and so we can see that you know and you know being that protective dad like don't be messing with my kids don't be you know we we got we're gonna have problems so i enjoy that scene i enjoy the lightning sticks saber whatever bolts whatever fight i thought that was a cool um something new we haven't seen before them to add to it um you know just to do something different because you know we've seen the running around throwing the lightning we we've seen that how many times um and then of course bart we got to see his amazing move i had to watch that one a couple of times i'm like dang jordan <laughs> that was I, I I love that, and then of course we saw Nora already in her lasso, lightning lasso. So we got to see that again. We got to see Speaster Iris, Speaster Iris, Speaster Iris. 
I love me some speedster Iris. So we got to see her and hubby teaming up together and doing their thing. Him throwing the lightning and her doing the tornado windmill arms. <sighs> so much. It's so much goodness. Like, oh, and I didn't even get to the best part yet. Um, Bart Jordan Fisher. I said this last episode, but it bears repeating amazing performance and so did jessica parker kennedy they both they just brought it i mean they need to come back next season i need them to come back next season they just added this spice of life to this show that just it was just it just it just worked and they're the, the dynamic between all the four of them just worked it oh i just loved it i loved it i loved west island family I love their dynamic. I love how they interacted with each other. Uh, I love Bart's character. I love this Norse character better than the other Norse character. Uh, it just all worked. It all worked. And then, last but certainly and definitely not least, is the vow renewal. The that. I, I don't know. I, I can't. I just, it, it, it just touched me. I'm, I'm sorry. Gush. All right. Here we go. Gushing time. Time for the gush. I loved it. Um, It was just so, it was simple. It was beautiful. Iris looked beautiful. Barry looked handsome. Cisco was officiating, which I loved. They were doing it in the, their childhood home with their children present. And it was just, it, it was just like, I don't know. I, I and Jordan Fisher, AKA Bart, sang this, a song that I never heard before in my life, but now it's a song that I want to hear again. Um, that was beautiful. Iris crying. The son is serenading his his parents with this beautiful song to celebrate them renewing their vows. Oh, I almost forgot Barry proposing again and get down on a knee. <sighs> Saying that, you know, you didn't get the wedding you deserved and after everything that's happened, this this was something that I wanted to do once you came back. And I just, I love that. I love that. Um, and the vows, beautiful, simple, but beautiful. Uh, and just to the point, it's, it's just, it, it captures who they are in their love story. Iris and Barry, you know, saying what he said and she's saying what she said. And then the ultimate kiss to end all episodes flash time kiss the only kiss west allen had this season and i'm i'm like i didn't miss it i didn't miss the kissing and all that stuff you know the season it, it is what it is i understood COVID played a huge role in all of that and you know it looked like as the season went on that they got more and more comfortable and you know of course the the pandemic was getting better and better um so we can tell that they were they were a little bit more looser with the rules and whatever they had in place on set as the episode as the season wore on and so we i mean it was just beautiful 
I, I loved it. You know, the flash time, very, uh, it was just, it was just beautiful. Um, I loved it. I think I watched it five times already. So I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I, I'm a hopeless romantic. I've already said that. We've, we talked about that before. So stuff like that is really, is always gonna hit me in the feels. And it did big time. I just, it, it just worked. Candace and Grant acted their butt off in that scene. It, it, it was just so perfect. I loved it. Anyway, but that's end of gush. Um, I, I said all I needed to say for this one. I ran all the way over. But I feel like, you know, you know, I've <laughs> done my best to stay around 10 minutes. Unlike some people. <laughs> that will remain nameless and so I feel like I you know from time to time I might you know get an episode or two that I might you know have to go a little bit overboard with and this was worth this is that type of episode that I felt was worth it so do what you gotta do Christine do what you gotta do Christina I don't know why I keep saying Christy is Christina I know your name but I just I know Chris I know Christine and I know Christina so sometimes I'll say it like that so that's where that comes from um that's all I got on that note I will call it because I'm sure you're like when the hell she's gonna shut up so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy it's okay shy I limited my um oh damn I don't even know what the <laughs> oh my god wow whatever thought was coming it's now gone so yeah I was already prepared though the minute Iris was crying like I'm a hopeless romantic too I just don't like watching it <laughs> not all the time I think with Wes Allen, I've gotten all I needed to get out of their story. So while these scenes are poignant and sweet, I'm kind of like, uh, all right. And I totally fast forwarded through that singing. I ain't going to even lie. I was like, I got about three minutes. I was like, oh, he got a talent. Fast forward. I am not about to listen to this song. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> So, yeah, it's very well established that I do not do singing. Anytime I hear it, I'm just like, oh. <laughs> and it's not that I hate it in everything. We've had this discussion before. You know, if Tom Hiddleston got out here in these streets and was serenading, you think I'm going to listen? Hell yeah, I'm going to listen. Hey, but for the most part, these situations are limited. <laughs> Unless it's like one of my jams. I don't know. Like I like listening to music. I just don't like watching people sing. It just gives me no... Probably I don't go to a lot of concerts either. And if I did, it's like a hard rock concert. <laughs> We're like, let's break shit. So, um... I will say, while I agree 125%, I love the actor. I love what he did with the character of Godspeed. It all felt right. They could have done a little bit better job with his motivations regarding his backstory. I know you said jealousy is huge. Yeah, at 33, what was you doing beforehand? Did you always like to have speed? 
no one just wakes up one day and like i want to do that <laughs> were you dissatisfied with your life they gave us a little bit more just just a tiny bit um but maybe they're saving it for another time but um yeah narcissism narcissism isn't really uh a diagnosis condition it's more like a personality type prevalent in male species because they are emotionally suppressed as children um i love when you say i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie i'm not gonna lie like you don't have to lie i believe that you're telling the truth (laughs) but i know it's a turn of phrase so i just laugh every time you say it and uh my last thought is look at these heifers justifying their overage of time and really, maybe she threw you all the way under the bus. She threw you under the bus, drove under the bus, and held up a sign with an arrow. <laughs> and she missed the memo. I am going to end it here because it is late. My arm is killing me. Um, I need to do something about this. I really, like, my shoulder... It's getting real cranky about typing all day. Uh, and it's getting late and I did not get any British documentaries in. And that is, we gotta, we gotta do that before bed. So at least gotta get one. So if you want to send feedback for any of our other shows, uh, Tuesday, what are we replacing with Tuesday? I believe it's Archer, but we got a new show coming for all mankind. A new season of Flat coming up as well on Amazon Prime. So check those things out and anything else on my schedule. My social media will be below as well. So you can send anything email, blackercouch.gmail.com. Leave a comment below on this podcast. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. If you have time, run over to iTunes, rate the podcast, leave a review. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.